On this episode, we're going beyond the status quo, exploring the factors that influence our beliefs. We're happy to see you. Welcome back to Sharing Maps. We are coming together to uh, on the path to meet, to recognize one another, and to uh, share maps, and to uh, realize that the maps are part of it, but behind the maps, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Okay, Ram Das bringing us in again. Mm. What's going on, Will? Not much, man. Just, you know, hanging out in the garage, mm. drinking it's coffee. Beautiful. It is, man. Yep. It's good to yeah, see you, though. You too, buddy. Man, so tonight we are, like I said in the intro, we're talking about why we believe what we believe. And, man, honestly, I think I think the only way to really kind of start that off is, I mean, the 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 idea that geographically, like, I think that matters. In, Absolutely. In that. You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, fuck, there's there's well, a lot of space on this planet. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I didn't, I, I don't have, like, I come from a pretty secular background, personally. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. And, you know, when you zoom out, and from my perspective, from someone who doesn't have a lot of baggage that's associated with, with the religious upbringing, uh, I mean, I don't see how it's not obvious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, just stereotyping here, I guess, maybe lack of a better term, but, you know, if you grow up in the South of the United States, you're, you know, most likely going to be a Baptist. Mm. You know, the, the, if you grow up in Indonesia, uh, you know, possibly going to be Buddhist, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Definitely. If you grow up in Iran, you're probably going to be a Muslim. Um, and in doing research for this episode, like I looked at, I mean, fucking probably 9 million different maps and yeah, read maps. different articles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sure enough. Cliche, motherfucker. That's good. The idea that, um, I mean, there's so many, there's so many religions and, um, I mean, there's no, there's no way to really count. And, you know, a lot of the, the statistics and everything else are, are pretty general out there. Right. I mean, it's really hard. There's so many in indigenous groups and, you know, all these other things to kind of really pin it down. And so there's, you know, there's a few of the major religions that we mm -hmm. all kind of know, Buddhism, uh, Roman Catholics, you know what I mean? Uh, evangelicals, you know, the, the amount of Christians are legion. I mean, there's so, so many different, uh, denominations and everything else right. and different beliefs in that. But across the world, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. And if you were to grow up in South America, uh, per se, right? I mean, the odds of you being Roman Catholic are pretty, pretty high. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you go over to, you know, India. I mean, good chance you're probably going right. to <laughs> be affected, at least affected by Hinduism. You right. know what I mean? And it's kind of that way a little bit of everywhere. Like you said in the beginning, the idea of growing up in America, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to right. be some form of evangelicalism. You know what I mean? Something like that. Why do you think that is? I mean, do you think that that, that stem, I mean, obviously it probably stems back to earlier, um, the inability to really travel mm. across the world. You yeah. hundred percent. I mean? People were around who they were around and that's just how it was. Yeah. Uh, why do you think nowadays it's so much 
it's not more integrated than it is. I mean, mm. it, I think it is to, I th- yeah. to a big, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent. The, the, sure. I think the idea that we're having this conversation, <clears throat> you know, and that we felt like that this would be a good way to kind of start, you know, flagship our, our show, I think is saying a lot because I think, I think we're starting to see in this day and time a huge shift in that. And obviously the internet has a lot to do with that. (laughs) I mean, a lot. And then, and then the idea of even, even social, you know, narrowing it down, not just the, the internet itself, but getting into socials and some of that stuff and things like this, a podcast, you know what I mean? And, and just, if I wanted to hear a teaching on a monk from, the other side of the world, it's a click away. That's true. You know what I mean? So I think, I think it's really, I think that's why we're, we're, these conversations are starting to be had more and more and more in this time in 2023. I can't believe it's 2023. So I think this, that might be the first time I've said it like that in conversation. God, but yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I think that that's a big factor in that. Um, but I think I think the direction that we're probably going to go with this topic is probably going to be more here in the United States. Just right. that's where we're from. That's where we live. That's um, what we know. <laughs> that's what we know. No, uh, quote unquote. But yeah, so I think that's kind of where where that kind of is going to start for us, man. So in the United States, it it's. One of the articles I read, and I've read a few and kind of looked through a few, but I'll just go based off of this. We're going to link a lot of this stuff too. Yeah, we'll be, yeah, we'll be able to put our sources and stuff and as we go. Um, but yeah, so there's, it looks like about 75% of the population, which is, uh, 3,000 or three, sorry, 300 million, (laughs) a little bit over 300 million that practice some form of faith. Um, it looks like, according to this article, Christianity makes up the majority of that. And like I said, that is legion. They are so many different, um, branches of what we, what we're calling Christianity. Uh, but for the sake of time and this, this article just talks about, it, it kind of lumps all the Christians into one. And that's 230 million, um, of the U.S. population consider themselves some form of Christian. Um, Judaism comes in behind that with 7.3 million. Um, Buddhism just under that at uh, a little bit over 4 million. Uh, Islam below that at uh, about three and a half million and Hinduism wrapping that up um, with, you know, 2.5 million. And I think there's probably, there's a lot of that, that doesn't, those are your major religions. That does not include, you know, anything else that paganism. doesn't, yeah, paganism. It doesn't talk about that. It doesn't talk about indigenous practice. It doesn't talk about right. any of that stuff. Right. So this is very basic, just throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's where it kind of stands in the United States. That's, right. that's what we're looking at. So Dave, I mean, let's give, everybody kind of a background of where we're coming from. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like we've said, we're not experts on this. We we're speaking from our own personal experience and uh, we would love to hear your experiences as well. Yeah, definitely. So for me, I'll just tell my story and it kind of falls into this very much so. So I was raised in California, I was born and raised in California. 
for the first 10 years of my life. And in that 10 years, we, I never stepped foot in a church, not one time, maybe for a funeral or a wedding when I was a kid. But other than that, my, my parents, I guess the best, and this is not me speaking for them, but I would say that they were more, what's the word? It's agnostic, I guess, probably like, I think they, I, I would say that they believed in something. You know, me and my mom would have conversations when I was a kid about God. And I remember asking about, you know, at me asking questions about God. And uh, it, you know, that was it. Yeah. And when I was 10, we moved to the south, right in the middle. <laughs> Alabama. And, uh, well, it was actually just at the border in Savannah, Tennessee. So kind of. Right. Very small town in Tennessee, and as a ten-year-old man, it was, it was a lot. It was a little bit of culture shock, you know. Growing right. up in California, I had long hair and earring, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I wish you still had the earring. Yeah, I mean, it, my ear is still pierced, but I don't wear any. I'm forty. It's kind of weird. I think you need some hoops. Hoops, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go full gypsy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could probably pull that off. But yeah, so we, you know, it, it only took. Probably a year and a half before the first time I ever stepped foot in a church as in going to church. Yeah, welcome to the buckle of the Bible belt. Yeah, friend. exactly, right? Like, so here, here, this kid that, you know, had never experienced that, you know, I was thrown directly into it. And it wasn't even my parents at first. It was a friend, you know, so right, I'd, yeah. yeah, so I'd actually, I was playing on a baseball team and I had only been here for probably... I don't know, maybe, maybe right about a year. And I went to a sleepover, like, you know, most 12 year olds do or 11 or 12 and went to a sleepover. And one of the, one of the stipulations, it was on a Saturday night. One of the stipulations is that if we were all going to spend the night, we all had to go to church the next morning. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. And like, as I, as I, as I lived in the South and grew up in the South, I, I realized that that was a a very, a very common thing though. Like, like I, like I had never experienced those things in my life at all. And it was a thing for sure. And like, and it wasn't that I hated that. Like it was just different. Right. I didn't know what to expect of that, which led into within, within about four years of that, my parents, started going to church and at Somebody that got time, them too. yeah, hundred percent. So I was in, I was in middle school and then it was for my mom and dad, man, they went, they went, they dove in like completely. And there were circumstances around that. And I look back and like, I see why they went mm-hmm. and I can't like, I don't judge that at all. Like I, I get what they were yearning for. They were hurting at, at a point yeah. in time. You know what I mean? So it made sense to them. Why do you think people go, like, mm. I know we're going off the reservation. No, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I know, <clears throat> I've seen it a lot, and I've been through it myself. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Mm. But when you get, when you start with any kind of religion, you go, like, hard. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, ah, like, it's all, you Oh, know, yeah. Dude, all or nothing I mean, type yeah, thing. and you're like, okay, what bumper stickers do I need? Do I need you know what I mean? Like, I got I to put the right clothes on, man. I got to start listening to Casting Crowns. Like, what a, <laughs> you know. 
like <laughs> this is own personal stories. <laughs> That's great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're uh, exactly right. Why, why is that? Like, why do you? Why do mm. people? Go that's, so damn hard. Like, why can't you just be like, you know what? I'll, I'll check this out, man. Like, yeah, it's um, that's that's really a hard. That's a very a very deep question. It, I, I re- it really is when it comes down to it. Fuck. Like, we could talk about this for days, but yeah, we have a yearning as humans for connection, mm-hmm. and we do have. I mean, this could go into like herd mentality and all those other things, right? Mm-hmm. Like people finding your tribe and people that think like you. There's a lot of that that goes on and within that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But there is there is a genuine yearning for community, and like that's that's something, man, that I've thought about in a lot of ways, and has been hard over the years. But like, so back back to it, like the idea. So we we were there. I was kind of. I was kind of forced mom and dad, you know, they, they were head over hills for it and they were going and it started off like, you know, why don't you come with us? And I went with them once. And then within about a week, it was like, I didn't have a choice. Right. Like that, that happened pretty Because quick. why would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just a child. Yeah. He doesn't have a mind of his own. <laughs> like it's a, but yeah, so like the idea that I was kind of forced into it, right? So it became like when the doors were open, we were there type thing. And it was, it was hard. That was eye opening. Like it, yeah. that was something that was, you know, looking back now, I went and it was a thing and it was okay. And then, like there were other kids there and it was, you know what I mean? Like right. you make friends and all yeah. those things. You do what kids do. And, uh, but yeah, it, but the thing is, is like I didn't leave. I was there, <laughs> like I was there, and I, it it became slowly but surely through repetition or repetition, it became a part of my life for sure. Yeah, like especially especially as somebody coming in at that eleven, twelve year old age and kind of being pushed pushed in the beginning, and then probably eventually there were probably times I didn't want to do it, but there was times that, you know, I enjoyed some of that. Does that make sense? Well, at that age, man, you're not, and that's one thing that's really bothered me a lot with the Southern uh, Baptist kind of, uh, you know, the stuff that I grew up around, we'll get to, but like kids that age, I don't think are capable of really grasping the spiritual aspect of things mm. at that when you're when you're 10 when you're you know 11 years old man you're going there to hang out with your friends mm. like you're, you're, these people are cool these are my people like we hang out we do fun stuff you know what i mean mm. and, yeah and i think it's definitely more the community at that age than the actual 100 like, god yeah you know? well yeah i mean that's that's exactly what it was uh it became it, it, it really did become a part of my life. And I, I went through my phases. I think just like any kid, as I came into adolescence, as we moved different places, it became something different for me each time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we, cause we had moved two or three times within that time frame right. of us starting, you know, I became pretty good friends with some kids at that church. And then we ended up moving to where we are now. Right. And it was like, I, I was hitting, I was like 15, I think when we moved here, it was my freshman mm-hmm. year of high school. That's when we right. met. Right. And, uh, it, um, I don't know. So church, church was definitely different at that stage of life. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely was the kid that was playing both sides. Right. For sure. And you probably know that better than most yeah. people that I was playing both sides. 
because uh, I had my quote unquote church friends and then mm-hmm. I had my unchurch friends. You know what I mean? I think, I mean, I think that's pretty common, man. I think, oh, yeah, 100%. compartmentalized. Like, mm. I mean, you kind of have to, especially when you're a kid, like, everything's so fucking awkward at 15 anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It is. Yeah. So, like, that's, and even in that, so, at 15, I met you, and also at 15, I met at church my now wife. So we of like 20 years, <laughs> almost 19. Man. Like it's crazy. crazy yeah. Dude. So I met uh, my wife at 15 in church, uh, nonetheless. And you know, our that's we'll get you know we'll get to that eventually at some point uh, within episodes. And hopefully you guys will meet Kim. Well, I know you will at some point here on the show. Um, but, you know, so now, now what do I do with it? Like I've met my wife and everything else. Long story short, we uh, stayed in church and actually I participated in a good part of church. You know, me and Kimberly did missions and uh, a few other things. Um, yeah. And we were, you know, all in. Going in and save in, those heathen Irish. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. We'll discuss later. I apologize <laughs> in advance. Uh, no, no, but yeah, it was head. We were, you know, full on, sort of. I think uh, in hindsight, looking back at some of that, we were, you know, even though, and and I'm not going to share any of Kim's story. I'll let her do that eventually. But um, yeah, man, we were full on until around 2015. Like, that's kind of my story. The idea that, uh, you know, I spent the first 10 years of my life never stepping foot in a church and never right. hearing anything about it. And within two years of moving to the South, <laughs> we were full-blown in church. Right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that's my story. So, like, what about you? Like, your story is completely different than mine, yeah. which is fucking awesome. But, yeah, so give it to us. Man, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. We just didn't, growing up. You know, I, I'm, I didn't move around like you did. Like we're, we're like, I'm the seventh generation in this immediate area. Mm. Like we traced it all the way back to, you know, and, uh, man, we just didn't really talk about church. Like, I mean, I knew people that went to church. I went to church with friends. Cause like you said, that was the thing. Like they're going to get you. You know what I mean? Like mm. you go to a sleepover, by God, you're going to church the next day. Like, yeah. But I, um, it just wasn't. A thing in my house like I didn't especially when I was young we didn't really talk about it um when I got older I knew my mom my grandmother was a German immigrant and she was pretty orthodox Roman Catholic so okay. my mom grew okay. Catholic uh you know <clears throat> by the time I got old enough started asking questions like teenage years and stuff mom called herself a recovering Catholic mm. and uh the, uh, <laughs> I think the the break from the church was not that great, like with my grandmother or you know my mom, because mm-hmm. my uh, yeah a lot of family drama that wasn't able to be helped, but the church still frowned on regardless. Yeah, of, you know, yeah, the, totally. Like, yeah. What uh, so? What about your your dad? Uh, my dad, my my dad's side of the family is total uh, foot washing Southern Baptist. Okay, like, okay, yeah. The just you know a couple steps above throwing rattlesnakes around. Mm. Uh, we, uh, I remember when I turned 16, cause I, you know, I had gone to church when my grandmother was in town a little bit here and there, we'd go to mass. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Like I still think it's beautiful. Like the ceremony, the whole thing in the Catholic church is awesome. Mm. Like, terrifying, but pretty. 
Um, but yeah, I remember when I turned 16, grandma was getting old. She wasn't driving as much. Uh, I got, everybody was like, Oh, you're driving. You're taking granny to church. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's a very Southern thing too. Like yeah. that part, like I, you know, from the outside in, like that is very yeah. much a, a thing. Man, we went to this church, dude, and I was terrified. Like, it was total hellfire and brimstone, like, turn or burn. Like, I was just like, I remember thinking, like, how the fuck do people, like, enjoy this? Like, why are they, like, you know, like, because when. What, so what age, what age are you at at this 16, point? 16. 16. Like, okay, so driving. a little bit, a little bit older than that 12. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand, yeah. like, the, you know, maybe the mindset mm-hmm. or. Because for me at that age, that's when I started pulling out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Not believing every single thing I heard. Uh, and does that make sense? Yeah. So well, I'm just trying to correlate the, the ages. I didn't have the background. So, I mean, honestly, when I got told I was taking grandma to church, like I was kind of excited. I was like, cool. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about God. Like mm. this will be all right, man. I like check it. it out. Like, and, uh, and yeah, I got there. Yeah. You know, a couple sermons in, I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, like. I mean, this guy, I walk in, this dude's screaming at you, and everybody's all sweaty and, you know, hugging you and stuff. I'm like, this is fucked up. Like, no thanks. Definitely. And uh, so, man, I didn't go for a long time. Like, I didn't, you know, I took grandma, you know, as long as I could or whatever until, you know, she passed away when I was, like, 18. And, man, I didn't really think anything else about religion. For I was always kind of curious, more so of, like, the... Uh, the occult kind of stuff because I was kind of a borderline goth kid. You yeah, know I, mean? like, I was a fan of that shit. And, and, uh, but man, I, you know, when I hit, uh, I don't know, man, what was I like in my mid twenties? Like yeah. we, we started going back to church, like my first wife and I, and I was, I was like, I was trying to be all in, dude. I was all over it. Most definitely. I mean? like, so what do you, what do you think prompted that in you? Uh, I mean, I think it's always been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think totally. some of us just have like, uh, I don't know, like a desire to to find out why we're here. You know mm. what I mean? Like why, what is what is it? Like what is this thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think <clears throat> that that specifically was why I started pulling away from the church is because I, mm-hmm. I needed that. Right. And I didn't have it. You know what I mean? It was this. No, was, there's a, in the processed religion there's very little of that i think like the, there's there's very little meat on mm. the bone you know there it's all kind of the show i think is a lot of what i found uh you know and, we, and even when i was in and i was trying to be a part of the church community like i enjoyed the, the community i enjoyed a lot of it but i didn't believe it yeah you know what i mean and i yeah. knew like in my heart that i you know and it wasn't a negative thing i wasn't like i hate god or i wasn't angry yeah. or anything i just like i don't I didn't feel the connection. It wasn't that thing. It right. wasn't that one. Like yeah. everybody's in there, you know, all raising their hands and flopping back and forth. I'm like, yeah. man, I do not feel that. Like, I mean, the man's mm. okay, but yeah. You know, so that's, uh, you know, and then fast forward to now and it, it's weird. You know, you were always a part of that. Like you were a part of that. <laughs> like when I went to church and now that, you know, I'm kind of interested in, in the spiritual aspect of life again. Like, yeah. Here you are. Uh, you know, a little bit of my back background, I guess. And we'll talk about it. Hopefully a lot on here is, you know, I, I have PTSD and I, within the past couple of years got treatment and like it really opened up 
the whole, like all this stuff came back. You mm. know what I mean? And I think a lot of the years where I was shut down was, was PTSD related. Definitely. And now that, that I'm, I'm kind of coming over the hump on that, like I'm, I'm all over it again. Yeah. Know? It's, uh, I have <clears throat> always, I have always, like you said earlier, I've always had that fucking draw to not even to understand. Like, I think that's the best terminology for it you know mm-hmm. the, the, for lack of a better word um this draw to find out like you said why and and just what what else is out there just i i just didn't feel satisfied in a sense it was just there was something mm-hmm. missing and i couldn't figure out why i couldn't and I, I yeah. like you said, I just I knew it wasn't that one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not that one thing for some people. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's that's I'm okay with that. But it just wasn't that one thing for me. I'm a I'm a firm believer that it's about like it's about feeling. Like it's about feeling. You know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. it's totally about feeling. Like you can believe something and not be able to explain it other than, you know, I man, I believe this. And I got hung up. Personally, I got hung up a lot on, you know, empirical proof and wanting to be able to prove that this mm. is the truth. You know yeah, what I mean? totally. And I kept having questions and I kept running into walls because you can't prove it because mm. it's based off of faith. Yeah. Which is a feeling. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, exactly. And I'm okay with that. Mm. But I knew upon realizing that, that Christianity was not my faith. Like not that, I was not, you know, yeah. I, I was not. It wasn't not that feeling. Right. It yeah. was not. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. You know, and um, I mean, I, I think we've covered a lot of the, the cultural aspect of it. It's funny how it, how religion permeates culture mm. and in mm. every way, man. Like you look in, in what we talked about, the different regions, how much of what these people do every day is based upon religion. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's 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 kind of funny. And I'll go back a little bit, but when I was looking at different maps of the United States, I found something like in the south, you know, what what some people would consider the Bible Belt. This one specific map listed as or listed the south of the Bible Belt as uh let's see, the Protestants which I thought was kind of interesting it because the rest of the United States is labeled as some form of Christianity or Christians. It's some form of Christians in the rest of the United States, but the Bible belt was kind of separated in this map, not in all the maps. Um, Usually they're just lumped in, Mm -hmm. but this one specifically said uh, the Protestants and I, don't know what that means, but I just thought it was interesting. Well, just I bringing mean, that up, like it just. You if know. you look around, like I mean, I feel like in the South, anyway, like you know, are you're going to see Baptist churches? Yeah, totally. You're going to see Methodist churches mm-hmm. and Lutheran churches. Yeah, yeah, and a lot that's of you know, and and a, a, a sprinkle of Presbyterian <laughs> here and there. <laughs> a little dash. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you got to really look for a Catholic church, or at oh, least very around much. Yeah, here. no, one hundred percent. You got to. I mean, you got to yep. Google that shit and see where the you know. That's exactly. You're not right. just going to drive by and be like, oh, there's the Catholic church. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? and there's one. It's true. Like, and yeah, and, pretty, and the further north you travel, there are more Catholic churches for sure. Like. In Ohio, I know there's more, and I mm-hmm. just speaking from experience driving through and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I've never lived up there or anything. And then um, I have, I did spend some time in Colorado, and it's completely different there. 
Right. It's complete. There's, there's definitely that evangelical, you know, feel to a lot of the churches there. Um, but as far as like the Southern Baptist convention and stuff like that, it, mm-hmm. it is completely right. different in Colorado than it is here. And I'm assuming it's different everywhere. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to speak to that too much cause I don't know, but yeah, I would say that it definitely varies. So is it, you think it's, are people drawn to that specific thing just for the community? Like it's, it's, are, are you, do people actually believe everything that they hear or they, it, how much of it is, I believe like this cause my daddy believed like this, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like Cultural. You, you, yeah. You associate, you know, what's right with what your parents did or what you're accustomed to. Um, yeah, I think, I think there are some people within these, um, these structures that do believe a hundred percent what they're, right. what they're, what they're taking in. Um, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of envious of that, honestly, bro. Right. To be like that. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever been that sure about anything ever. No. Like in my life, I've, I, I have performed and, and made, made a really good, uh, go at it though. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like seriously, yeah. I got the, I, f- I faked it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I really did. Absolutely, like, man. But like, I, the freedom of being that yeah. sure, dude, and being able to mm. be, to move within a, you know, a, a structure like that must be pretty fucking awesome. Freeing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, freeing. The freedom must be really free. Shut up. That's free. Uh, no, but it's, but yeah, I know what you mean. That Like, I can't, I can't comprehend that. I really yeah. can't. And, and. I would venture to say that there are very few and far between uh, people that actually meet that that standard or not standard, but that mold or whatever. Right. Like I, I really don't like I, and that's not me trying to speak for everybody, but I am human and I know the way well, dude, that. That's, I mean, I I feel like that's that's kind of why we're here. Like, yeah, fucking here. Like, yeah talking about this right now is because we're after that. Like I'm yeah. after that personally. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's the whole reason why we're having this conversations, but yeah, I think, I think cultural, cultural Christianity, cultural, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Just it's the way culture permeates religion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The idea that, um, we are definitely influenced by the people around us, you know, like even, even the idea that I was 12 and when we started going to church and when I was kind of forced to go to church, like I was still influenced by whether it was by force or not, I was influenced by that. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, but at a younger age, so kids that, uh, you know, are kind of born into this, like, um, and I speak on that because my wife was born into Mm -hmm. this, you know what I mean? She, she was, you know, raised in a Christian home and she was, she went to private Christian school, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? From kindergarten through 12, mm-hmm. like that was her life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and church on the weekends and summer camps and the whole nine yards. I got an interesting question. <laughs> I, I've got an answer. I know we're going, you know, uh, later on future episodes, we're going to dive into the negative impacts that that mm. upbringing had on you guys. Yeah. Uh, 
give me one thing, mm. one positive thing that you took away 40 year old Dave. Yeah. Yeah. That 40 year old Dave still experiences today. That was, that stemmed from your religious upbringing. Okay. Um, I, the first thing that kind of comes to mind is it taught me to love people. Uh-huh. It did. Like, and, and I mean, that's a, that, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it wasn't necessarily practiced well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't executed well, right? Always by me or anybody else. Like that's you know, I think because we're human again. Mm-hmm. But it it caused me to look outside of myself in some sense, mm-hmm. to look outside of myself and see other people for who they are too. And it took me years to realize, you know, on this side of it, that I needed to look within to see that also. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be able to see that. But it, it, it definitely laid the, the path out for me to be able to see people for who they actually are, for sure. Right. And that, the, in, you know, in hindsight, looking back at that, uh, that was more the teachings of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, than it was the church. And, uh, but yeah, and yeah, I think it, it definitely caused me to be able to love people in a different way. I think, you know, I mean, I think we agree on the fact that people fuck everything up. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we can't like just let things be good. We can't have nothing nice. No, we can't have nothing nice, man, especially spiritually. Mm. But, uh, you know, I feel like that's, isn't that the fucking point, man, of all of them? Like just, yeah. you know. You dig into the, all, every one of them. Um, throughout the years, uh, especially since 2015, I have gone many different paths and looked at many different modalities and, um, everything. And there are these things I call crossovers. And that's when uh, one teaching kind of lines up with another teaching and another teaching and another teaching and another teaching. And uh, spoiler, yeah, love is pretty much yeah throughout the <laughs> majority like of it's them. the same fucking thing. thing. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it, it did, man. It, 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 with, I come from, I come from a standpoint that uh, for me, everything is perfect. And that's fucking hard to say. It really, it really is hard to say when looking back at how fucked up life has been for me and other people. And I don't speak for anybody else, but myself, but for me, everything is perfect without any of those things happening or happening, uh, throughout the years. Like I wouldn't be who I am now. I wouldn't be. That is a tough. It, bro, that is a tough it, mindset. Goddamn! Uh, like I don't claim to to understand yeah. that and to do very well in that, but it everything is perfect. Like fuck, that's hard. But yeah, for me, like at least what I do is I I I say that to myself, and then I deal with it because there's a lot of dealing with it when so I say that to myself. To but, yeah. clarify. Is everything when you say everything is perfect? That does not necessarily mean that everything is good. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but no. everything is perfectly in line. Yes, and, and yeah, is creating That's, the moment or sculpting yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah those is, are those are that's, that, and that really that really is like and as far as me kind of diving into that part of my life, like that's one that I kind of tread lightly on because that I mean, mm-hmm. there's some fucking hurt, right? And there's some fucking evil out there Absolutely. and there's some things that should not be 
like, like I, so I tread lightly when I say shit like that. And that's why I say that that thought process is for me. I can, uh, I have developed a, a, a conversation within myself that I can kind of have that conversation with myself. But what it does is it, it constantly causes me to reflect and to, to dive in and see things for what they are. And, you know, you know, and that's all the, the bad shit all the quote unquote bad shit and the good stuff too. And, and see, I, like, I know it's hard, but I've yeah. read a lot in the, the spiritual stuff that I've been reading and people say there is no good and bad. And personally, mm. like, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I feel like, you know, yeah, there are, you know, okay. It's a matter of perspective or, yeah, I guess maybe I'm just not advanced enough and I don't go, <laughs> I'm not far enough down the, the rabbit hole to really see. But I mean, you know yeah. what? Something, you know, it's a matter of perception. Yeah. Well, I perceive that this situation fucking sucks. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I fell down and broke my leg. My fucking femur's sticking out. Ow. You know what I mean? There's nothing about this situation that's good. Yeah. Like this is yeah. a bad fucking time. That's exactly and, right. You know what I mean? And, and I'm fucking poor. Like I'm broke and you know, lift the cut the fucking lights off. That's not a good situation. Yeah, exactly. Now, are there good things you can gain from any situation? Absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. You can, you know, you have to, I try to learn from every situation. Like if, and that's one thing that the spiritual experience has really helped me do. Like if I start to, to trail off or I start to get, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to catch myself. And mm. actually, like, sit with the emotion that I'm feeling, or sit with the situation I'm in, and try yeah. to try to sort it out. You yeah, know what I mean, but I, that's so. Like in that, I, I believe, <clears throat> like in doing that, that mindfulness, like that's exactly mm. what I mean by everything is perfect. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's not. We are we are going to view our emotions, our situations. All of that shit is very subjective. Mm-hmm. very subjective yes. like that's like uh, we we understand that you know what i mean that not everybody is going to see these things any certain way like it is all life is fucking subjective it is like every bit of this whole experience is subjective so understanding that 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 sub- everything is subjective mm. do religions even exist is it i mean what is it? Like what? What is the structure? What it, you know? I mean, yeah. Is it a thing? Like, no. It- I, I mean, I I personally would say that religion, quote unquote, uh, does not exist. I know that's why, because it is subjective. Every fucking right. bit of it. It's you know, I can I can still I could still I know I can. I haven't. But I can, and maybe I'll experiment with it one day. I could walk into a church today where I'm at now, kind of past some of the the bullshit that that religion has fucking – where it has traumatized me. I don't use that word lightly, but fuck it. There is is such a thing as religious trauma, and that's that's something we'll talk about uh, throughout this journey. And that, that shit's real. But I'm in a place now, I, I know I could walk into a church and still have a fucking spiritual experience in that place because of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the one that's, that's having the religious experience. It's not the church. It's not the people in the church. Like that shit helps. A lot of that show. Right. For me, like I could, ha- I could have that religious experience in that church, but I could also have that religious experience doing dishes in my house. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 
It's very subjective. And that's why, I mean, personally, I think, I think it is, they they don't fucking exist. What are your, what are your thoughts on it? I think they don't exist in the fact that, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know man. Like you, you don't have to have religion to get to God. I think that hmm. is the, you know what I mean? I think that, yeah. that you know, I'm, I guess I'm taking like a universalist stance or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, you know, I base a lot of my life off of, uh, a lot of decisions I make in my life off the uh, Finding Nemo movies. I, I, Dude, I, there's so much fucking wisdom in, in Finding Nemo. Okay, so. <laughs> give it to me. I all, love it. All drains lead to the ocean, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. All drains lead to the ocean. Yeah, ocean like, being you're, God. You're going to fucking go, or being anything. Like, yeah, you're whatever. Gonna, you're yeah. going to fucking exactly. go. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Go. You know what I mean? Like, mm. whatever path you go down, you're going to end up exactly where you mm. need to be. All right? And the second thing I take from Finding Nemo is just keep swimming. Because, and I know that sounds so fucking stupid, dude, but I swear to God, like, I fucking, I will sing like Dory in my head all the time, like, just keep swimming, just keep, like, when shit's bad. Yeah. That's yeah. really what's going on in my head. That's fucking cool, though. Yeah. That's really cool. So, who, like, in, like, that voice inside of your head, who is that? I don't that know. just Dory. keeps swimming. Ellen just... DeGeneres? <laughs> that's fucking weird, bro. Yeah, man. Ellen lives rent free. Rent free all I the love time. It. No, that's fucking awesome. And and that's 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 really cool. And the idea so for me, belief the other day, I, me and Will had been talking about this episode and why we believe what we believe and going through all of these these processes and doing the research and having the conversation. So the idea of like, I started about halfway into the research. I started asking myself <laughs> why I believe what I believe, you know right. what I mean? And it was like, for me, I had to, you know, start to turn that Rolodex that, that is my thoughts and start scrolling back and scrolling back and trying to figure out. And for me, what I like to do is I like to break things down into very simple thought processes. And it, it, for me, there's so much going on in my brain constantly that it's easier for me to break them down into small things. And bite then size I, pieces. Yeah. hundred percent bite-sized pieces. And <laughs> something that came to me in that was, you know, what, what is a belief? And for me, a belief is just the lending of a thought. And what I mean by that is that I am giving this thing, you know, whatever it is, whether it's Christianity, Jesus, a fucking tree, whatever it is, a crystal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with my cat, maybe <laughs> even like I've got some goats too. Like we could do that, <coughs> but whatever, whatever those things are, I am allowing it to take up space in my thoughts. I am lending, renting. It is renting a little piece of property inside of my brain. And that is a belief to me. That's what I like that. That's, it's a lending of a thought. And I I mean, I don't, that's that even that statement is fucking subjective. So like, what, like belief to you, what is that? Like for you, what is, what is belief? Like, man, fuck, I don't know. I mean, that's, a, that's a fucking real question. And it's, it's something, and there's probably no right answer to that right. either. Like a lot of the things, 
when I do these, I like to, I like when I when I have something that makes me really really think. I tend to make other people think, <laughs> want to think about it too. Uh, at least people around me. Like I, you know, what do you? Why do you believe what you believe? What is a thought? <laughs> like what is what is a belief? You know what I mean? Like and I, and I went through and I talked to some of my older kids and asking them and then uh, talking to Kimberly and you and. And I actually probably, I think I did make a video about that on uh, TikTok. And, you know, a belief is just the lending of a thought for me. So you're, you're, you're lending a thought to like a concrete idea. Maybe. Maybe more, maybe more like jello. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I want, oh, and that's just me. But who are you? Like, what are you lending the thought to? I mean, fuck. So in this moment, like for me, I, I am lending the thought in this moment to myself, me being that source of, of everything in my life. It's, it's me. I, I am lending a thought of emptiness, maybe. Fuck. I don't know what to, I don't, I've well, never heard, I've never had to explain it that way, but it is almost like a, like an empty thought. It's just me. It's, I'm not lending to, to any, but okay, let me say this. Let me, this, this will kind of help. I do lend thoughts to, parts of Hinduism. Mm -hmm. I do lend thoughts to some of the teachings of Christ. I lend a lot of my thoughts to the sun and the moon, which you can call mm -hmm. that paganism or whatever. And happy new moon, by the way, tonight, uh, okay. today it's the idea that I am allowing some of these things to take up space in my brain. I am allowing that thought to be something that I believe in mm -hmm. is the lending of that thought. And so I do have micro thoughts a little bit everywhere. You know what I mean? And in that, it allows me to be able to um, draw from where I want. But then also it allows me to not feel a certain way when one of those things does not serve me anymore. Right. I just get rid of the thought. I just – I let it move on. So I think I think like we've definitely established that you know when it comes to religion or you know whatever you are the one giving that thing authority and really <clears throat> you are the concept of authority in general is total bullshit <laughs> you know what I mean it oh, is, it is yes. the, con the concept of authority is directly related to the your willingness to be subjugated mm. essentially like, yeah i yeah. mean any 100 percent. and i'm not saying that i'm not a, i'm not one of these punk rock like you know fuck authority guys like yeah know, I, I feel like it has its place you know what i mean because yeah. i think we've seen if anything in the past couple of years with with this covet shit like we are not prepared like we will you know we yeah. we, we had you know not a minor, but like a, a, a <clears throat> the global crisis that we had, we almost fucking ate ourselves, especially yeah. in this country. Like I yeah. can't imagine, you know, if anything, you know, what if the zombies happened? You know, yeah. I mean? <laughs> we'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would be fucked. Yeah, I it's, would be fucked. Yeah, it, it. I think um, I heard somebody say in early 2020 that they thought um, that what COVID was going to do is show, show us where we've been wrong in so many areas. And I think that you can say that about any crisis, like it right. does bring out the true colors of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and you're right. Like that definitely 
that definitely <laughs> definitely happened right for so, sure i just it's uh i don't know man it so saying that you're responsible for giving authority to especially a religion i mean no i mean it can't the religions don't exist like they don't it, the structure's there like the you know and i get that like yeah, yeah. that's that is there like they physically are there yes um but the authority that they have is only good if people are giving it to them yeah like the church does not exist or organizations or and when i say that i'm talking buddhism i'm talking hinduism right. all all of them every mm-hmm. every fucking one of them and even into the pagan practices like you we are the ones that are giving it its energy for not to sound like that but like for real though like i mean we, like the fact that okay matrix you know, you, we are the fucking batteries you were talking about and it goes back we just we just had this conversation like you said happy new moon and to me like i don't know what the fuck that means yeah you know what i mean yeah. like yeah that's not a bad thing like it, yeah. it's a fucking moon like it's it, it's there happy yeah moon, that's pretty like that's, <laughs> exactly, you know what i mean like yeah. that, that is the extent of the meaning that yeah yeah you know, i mean thanks for gravity and thanks for the tides and <laughs> you know all that shit yeah, exactly cool. but as far as like a spiritual meaning i don't really have that connection yeah yeah, because you haven't lended you haven't lended that thought, right? And that's yeah. fucking okay. Guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newsflash, <Right. laughs> like, like, that's okay. Yeah, the, the idea that that in especially in this country, and it's not like I'm not fucking here to bash anybody or uh, any of that. Like that's not my bag. Um, but especially, like I said, this is what I know. Right, I live here. Right, like that's what I know. So that's what I'm going to say. Uh, uh, when I talk about things that's going to be fucking related to here, um, we have, we have not allowed people to be their authentic selves for a very, very long time in this country. Like we haven't. And that's, it's, I don't know what that looks like. I don't think it's nefarious. I don't think it's any of those things. I think it's just something that has happened. We, that's the manifestation has become this, whatever, whatever caused the manifestation, whatever caused that, that process to start, whether, you know, fucking, I don't know what it is, but we are here and we are not, uh, playing very nice (laughs) when it comes to, uh, just letting people be people. And I think that's, that's kind of where we are. And in, in essence, like we just, we've got to fucking stop. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to do with that, man. I'd, I would fucking save the world, Will, if I could, but I can't. Yeah, I think you will. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess it's, I mean, to put it simply, like, you know what? Be what you want to be. Like, do what you want to do. Like, if you want to fucking believe in, you know, the new moon or the old moon or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jesus Christos or whatever. Yeah, like, do whatever. What but, you don't have to be a dick. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, quit being an asshole. Yeah. Like, fuck. Um, I think that, that to put it bluntly, is the premise of every religion. Or it should be. Yeah, don't Just, be an asshole. Don't be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, that's good. It's, uh, I mean, it's something that, that just has been continuous. And I think, I think we are seeing, in this day and time, I think we are seeing, 
a quote unquote shift. And uh, some of the up and coming generations, like they have their issues, man. But the idea of them wanting, it's, it's coming out that they want to be who they want to be. And it's coming out in some weird ways and mm. it has with every fucking generation. So mm. like Gen Z, I'm not bashing because every generation has done that. Our generation did that mm. and, and, and Gen X did that and the boomers did it and everybody else. Like it all comes out in this fucking weird way. Mm -hmm. And if we could just get our shit together a little bit and maybe we don't fucking, it is all perfect. Right. Like, right. so maybe we don't, but there is something different happening. And I think I think we're, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it, if something wasn't changing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like, and I think. Dude, off. No, go. Yeah. If you guys haven't, you should really read the fourth turning. Oh my God. Like it. Yeah. yeah. The fourth turn, the fourth turning is, is uh, a layout of the cycles that we go through, um, in hundred year cycles and 80 year cycles and like generational, and it, yeah, generational cycles. It talks about the different generations. And one thing that book really did for me was the idea that it allowed me to have a little bit of grace for the boomers. And it allowed me to have a little bit of grace for gen X. Uh, I'm yeah. an elder millennial. Um, but like it allowed me to kind of reflect and look back at those guys and see that they're fuck they're, they're, upbringing was just as fucked up in yeah. different ways, but just as fucked up as any of the other generations, it man. Ain't nothing new. No, man. There's nothing new under the sun. Like yeah. we hear that and it's fucking, I think it's true, man. <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah, the book's fucking, yeah, the fourth that, turning. I don't, that's I can't think of the Arthur author right off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah, the fourth turning and maybe we'll, we'll tag that down in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we'll put that in there, but man, like this was a fucking great conversation. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's, I think it's it's a good start to what what we're looking to do with this and and honestly like I'm glad that everybody's here and everybody's going to listen and watch mm -hmm. or whatever but I'm excited about just having these conversations for myself with with you yeah. you know what, you know what I mean because yeah. what it, what it does is it, it the selfishness in it is that it's going to inevitably help me work through some things like mm -hmm. that's what conversations do. And I think there's, I think the conversations are a very powerful thing. And I think this is going to be fucking really fun. I, yeah. I can't wait to, uh, you know, to hear from you guys, man. Like the, this is, this is the reason I wanted to do this is to actually communicate with people on the same mm. journey. You know what I mean? Mm. On the same, um, because, you know, necessarily in, in my family, like, you know, it's not, I'm not on the same page with a lot of people. So, you know, the, the beauty in the fact that we can mass communicate with, you know, yeah. a fucking iPhone and mm. some, you know, microphones yeah, is awesome. Yeah. It's, you know I mean? and it, the, the, I'm, I'm so excited to hear from normal fucking people. Like normal, whatever the fuck, you know, whatever normal is. Yeah. yeah fuck that. It's, it's, I'm, yeah, that's exactly right. So, I think being able to have these conversations in the long run is just going to be quote unquote therapeutic. Mm -hmm. I really do. And, and being able to see what other people are feeling and whatever, what other people are, are, you know, just their struggles in their life, man. So the premise of sharing maps is just us sharing our story for what mm -hmm. it is as raw as it is sometimes yeah. and as fucking crazy and funny 
and hilarious as it is sometimes yeah. too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause there's some fucked up shit that has yeah. gone on over the years and, and continuing in our lives and just being able to share a raw, authentic conversation is fucking dope. And, you know, and like I said, we're going to throw some weird shit in there, like some palate cleansers that we're not going to, you know, we don't want to beat you over the fucking head with all the woo woo all the time. Like it's, you know, mm. I'm perfectly okay talking about aliens on occasion as well. Hell yeah. So, man, uh, I wanted to kind of close out with a, a quote like that came across uh, when I was doing this research and mm-hmm. different things, man. So I'm going to mm-hmm. read that and then we're going to go from there and, mm-hmm. and hopefully like where this, this, uh, this quote comes from, uh, will maybe kind of jar a few people, but maybe not. I think it's, I think it's spot on for what we talked about today. Mm-hmm. It is necessary that we stop once and for all this ignorant meddling with other people's business. Each individual must be left free to follow his own path. And, and who said that, Dave? Uh, that was Alistair, Alistair, Alistair Crowley. The world's most famous power bottom. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, but yeah. And who once had a wizard fight in the middle of the street. <laughs> that, look, I, I kid. Like, I, I, uh, that's, that's, it's, uh, no, but I, I think he had a fucking wizard fight. He did have a wizard fight. They were casting spells at each other. Yeah. It's, um, Alistair Crowley is a topic, um, that we hotly debate. Yes, very much so. But I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm not on team Crowley either. Like I'm not, but, um, I will take a teaching. Absolutely. um, I will take a teaching from anywhere yes and that that I'm is sorry that is some wise shit there's some it wise is, shit bro it is uh almost as almost as wise as uh ellen degeneres <laughs> swimming keep swimming all right man well, well it was great bro yeah all right guys thank you guys for listening and uh we'll catch you on the next one man yeah. love you guys peace Here we are. Here we are. Here we are.